There we go. We are back again for another fantastic episode of Friday Night Counterattack. And this one's quite special to me because I, I, I don't know how to explain this, but when I was in Miami a couple of weeks ago, I was at a networking event and I was talking to a couple of football scouts, right? And I was talking to a couple of football scouts and then um, they recommended me, our, our guest that we have today. So we were talking about like the young American prospects coming up, coming through in Europe as well. Um, so I learned a couple of names. And one of the names that I learned um, was literally our guest today. So I thought, you know what, let's follow him on social media. Let's see what it's about. And let's see if I can get him onto a podcast. And behold, we got him onto a podcast, which is great. So uh, welcome to our podcast, Miguel Angel Galindo Jr. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Did, I pronounce, that, did I pronounce that correctly? Yes, Miguel Angel Galindo Jr. It's Mexican. It's like a Mexican name. So yeah, yeah but you did good. Yeah. That's okay. No, nah, it's all good. Because I, I, uh, when I was in the USA recently, I met a couple of like Hispanic people and they're like, oh yeah, we want to see some new uh, fresh blood coming from like the Hispanic American yeah. um, background. So I was like, yeah, that'd be really cool. It'd be really good yeah. fun. And here we are, which, which is great. Um, but before we begin, Miguel, just for people who don't know about you back in like the UK or in Canada, maybe where they're listening, um, what team do you play for? What position do you play for? And um, how long have you been playing football or soccer for, I should say? Yeah, so I recently signed with Ade Alcorcón. It's a La Liga 2 club in Spain. Um, I'm a forward. I'm a striker. Uh, I can play the nine as well as uh, the wing. And uh, I started playing soccer when I was 10, I would say, 9 or 10. Yeah. So I wasn't, like, super young, but it was right. Uh, it was good enough for me to get started. That's good to hear. Yeah, because in the USA as well, like it's not one of the biggest sports that you like to see as, as it is at the moment. It's getting bigger and bigger but with the growth, which is yeah. fantastic. But it's not really that bad because a lot of people nowadays, they start their kids from like five, six, seven when they're actually playing yeah. soccer. And yeah. for me, for me, I, I couldn't do that because when I was growing up, I'd play it for fun at five, six, not trying to get into academies and try and get into teams at that age because not really enjoying it. But then again, I didn't, I didn't set up professionally. So that's probably yeah. one of the reasons why. <laughs> which is the case but um no thanks uh thank you very much for being on the podcast today looking forward to getting a chat um getting a long chat with you in um for the conversation which would be good fun um but no first things first Miguel before we um continue any further how cool is it that you're a footballer playing in Spain and you're from the you're from the USA and Mexico because obviously with the Hispanic roots and stuff how cool is it to be playing in the second league of Spanish football it's honestly when I like when I went, I went uh, obviously as a I went trying out, right? So it was like pretty crazy because it doesn't really compare to the US. Mm. Uh, obviously, like, like we are we all know soccer isn't the biggest sport here in the US. So yeah. when I went over there, it was like it was just a shock because like that's like the primary sport and like just being able to be in that like atmosphere, the club that I was with. Like first of all, I think signing was like one of the best days of my life because. I remember getting on the phone, talking to my parents and be like, guys, like, no way, like, they want me. And it just, it's honestly incredible. It's like something you really had to experience for yourself. Um, but it's, I was beyond blessed. It was a mix of emotions. Like, it's just crazy. Cause like, I come from like, I'm just a regular boy. I would like to say from, uh, from the States mm. uh, city, you know? Uh, and yeah, just, it was mind blowing, honestly. Like, I it took me a while to like to really like be like, wow, like I'm here, like I'm 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 here in this atmosphere, like whoa. So it was definitely like a game changer for me. It was like it was just incredible. Do you know, I I don't want to be that guy, but do you know what it kind of reminds me of? Have you what? seen the Have you seen the film Goal or Goal Two? Of course, of course I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen all the Newcastle. 
Come on, now. yeah. This this is it. This is what it reminds me of. I, I don't want to be that kind of guy because we we kind of compare like Miguel Almiron in terms of that way as well because again, uh-huh. a Hispanic player from the USA coming across yeah. to England or European football and playing and doing mm-hmm. quite well, I would say as well. And yeah. there's actually a player at Newcastle called Santiago Munoz, so not even Munier, so literally just like a syllable off wow. the actual character's name as well, which is great. Yeah, but... it's really yeah that's crazy. Good. I remember when I was talking to my dad when that first happened, I was like, "So like, you remember the movie Gold? He's like, yeah, no one watched. And we we're just talking about, I was like, dude, this is what it feels like. I was like, it's insane. So it's crazy you brought that up because, yeah, that's that's kind of how it felt like, yeah. No, it's really good because it's just one of those things that literally, like you said, you're from California. The, the the guy in the film is from California as well, Hispanic race as well, which is great to see. But no, re- really happy that everything's going well. And you said you were out of trial at the club before actually signing for them officially. How long was the trial for? Um, uh, I was, I want to say the trial was, I was there for a month, actually. Yeah, uh, I was there for two months, but I got accepted the first month because I went with this. Uh, originally, I went with this academy team. Yes. Um, that takes players and then they go over there, and uh, yeah, and then I was playing with them and they saw my potential. They were like, "Oh wow, this kid's like really good," mm. and so they had some connections and they told me that they were gonna take me to a few clubs and yeah, I got there. And I actually I went to two. I went to Alcorcon and Fuenlabrada, which is also in La Liga too. Yeah. I made it to both, so it all came down to making a decision what club I wanted to join. They're in the same league, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And I chose Alcocon. Brilliant. Where is Alcocon in, in Spain? Is it South Spain? In Madrid. In Madrid? It's in Madrid. In Madrid, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean... Yeah. Like, what else could you ask for, really? Exactly, well? yeah. Exactly. Which is crazy. But no, um, at the time of speaking, the season's over, isn't it? So it's just the fact that you now you're back in the USA. But how was your first experience in in Europe and not just playing football but like the culture and changing your perspective of American culture to European culture how did you find that personally um, yourself yeah, um at first it was pretty tricky because there was um first of all I went to Spain with like my charger yeah to find out that in Spain they use different like uh adapters adapters so I was yeah. like I was trying like you know I was like where do I even get an adapter so I had to look around mm. and yeah it was and just the food, honestly, it's like way different. Like they give you like, like over here in the U.S., like big portions, big big portions. Definitely. Like I mean, my goodness. And over there, it's like very small portions and like and more expensive. Portions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, and um, this is just a culture shock because I mean, everybody there is like really nice. I looked, you thought they were gonna be like pretty, like uh, I don't know, like kind of the same like, i don't know just but it's like actually like really different like people are actually like they just mind their business like it's just so peaceful and calm obviously the u.s it's known for like a lot of like you know things that happen here oh so, yeah. Like, yeah yeah okay. it's like really safe environment like you could just walk free and like just roam around enjoy the city and i mean like just the buildings of city madrid it's a beautiful city i mean you know so it's like just my, my wife's going there later this year. She's going to Madrid uh, on yeah. a little family trip and she's asked me to come with her. But I think after this, I think you'll probably convince me to actually... Oh, yeah, you definitely should. Is it worth a trip for a couple of days even just to visit Madrid? It, it, it really is, yeah. It really is, of course. You could try Tapas, which is like the most famous thing there. Yeah. Yeah, so... Fantastic. Will, will I be able to get a Galindo Junior shirt from a local shop? A what, what was it? Your, could I get your shirt from like a local shop? Would, would you? Would oh, they be I don't know. Maybe, that? maybe, maybe, maybe if they have them there. Maybe I have to go to the stadium or something to see if. Yeah, right, yeah, back. yeah, most definitely. 
definitely no that's good to hear uh but no that's really cool that obviously yeah. you adapted really well you had some proper like obviously struggles with getting like a charger and settling into the new oh i did yeah like transportation at first was like yeah it's just all when you're new there you know you just have to figure things out on your own like where everything is at and mm. you know the currency is obviously different from like definitely. like yeah just everything but yeah i adapted pretty well like it took me two weeks i think and i was pretty settled did you move over by yourself as well Miguel. yeah i did i did seven months and how old are you again uh i 20 now 20 now ah yeah literally moving out into another continent without your parents big baller yeah. moves right there as well yeah that was pretty hard i'm not gonna lie living by yourself not having anyone uh not having any friends out there it's honestly it you know it keeps you focused keeps <laughs> you mind uh straight but uh definitely hard i mean for anyone that's trying to go out there you gotta really think about um you really uh you mentally you need to be really strong because like it gets tough out there you know you have no one 100 so. percent, and especially being on a different time zone as well from oh home yeah in the usa as well I was like, crazy I was, yeah i was like nine hours ahead so it was like pretty pretty tough definitely no i we can appreciate that as well because we talk about mental health a lot on our podcast as well it's just the fact that obviously when you're living by yourself as a lot of people would know listening to this podcast it gets a bit not listening to this podcast you just you live by yourself but we've talked about it before in terms of how difficult it can be because you don't have that social interaction obviously with the pandemic that happened a couple of years ago people lack that social interaction as well so no it's definitely a common thing that a lot of people are kind of not suffering with but still struggling with in terms of how they can actually move forward as well but obviously with technology it's ne- the next best thing but it's never the same as having someone in the same presence or the same room as you as oh, well yeah i totally agree yeah I think I heard um, an interview with Christian Pulisic when he was at Dortmund at a young age that he like like depressed because like you know it was like really hard for him like he had no one there he was by himself so yeah yeah it's like yeah it's true it happens it happens to a lot of footballers but I mean it's a sacrifice you know definitely is no that's that's what we're here for at the end of the day and hopefully hopefully it's it's working out well and hopefully the sacrifice pays off in a couple years time maybe even next year as well could all blow up which would be which would be great to see as well which would be really good fun yeah Uh, but no thank you for talking to us about that Miguel it's it's nice to get your perspective on like moving to a different country and stuff because a lot of people out there if they've ever moved to a country that's not their home got to respect them because they're putting everything out there for themselves for their self-development as well and that's what we're here to do at the end of the day which would be which would be good fun um yeah but miguel i needed to ask you one one picture that i saw when i first found out, found out about you you had a picture with sydney larue uh, a couple years ago sydney larue yeah but you um, need to explain to our listeners who sydney larue is and why it's yeah. such a big deal um in yeah. american football or soccer i should say of course yeah so uh i actually uh when i was younger i want to say 14 and 15 it was like u15 yeah uh here in america we had, I played Academy. I played a uh, DA development Academy. Um, so I would play against like LA galaxy, you know, Houston dynamo, stuff like that. Um, so I remember our club, our Academy team, uh, we got invited to play against the women's national team after they had won the world cup, I believe where Carly Lloyd, I believe hit the, she hit a goal from my like half court. I think it was mm. pretty sure it was that year. Yeah. But they, they won the world cup. And after that, I guess they wanted to get a scrimmage. And we played against them. We played against the women's national team. Um, Did you win? No, we didn't, actually. They were very strong, very fast compared to us. Believe it or not, they were, like, 
I mean, they're playing against kids for goodness sake. So exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the world uh, champions versus kids—that doesn't seem fair yeah. to me. Yeah, exactly. I had to get a picture with uh Sydney because I remember we were on a corner. Uh, we had, there was this one play where they had a corner kick. I was guarding her. Yeah. Uh, I was guarding her pretty hard, and she just elbowed me in the face, just like straight, like dropped me to the ground. I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, so they're very tough, very tough competitors. But I mean, yeah, we were kids. We were kids. I was like, okay. But uh, child abuse, literally. Yeah, literally, right. Like 14, yeah. 15 years old against like the world yeah. champions, like 29, 30 years old and yeah. on millions yeah. of dollars. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. That must have been so crazy to be just seeing like all the players that you saw on TV a week or two before as well. Yeah. And just say like, why are you playing against me at my school? Play against some adults for goodness sake. Yeah, exactly. When they told us that it was a complete shock because we played at the at Galaxy's uh, training facility. Yeah. It was now, uh, um, I think it's like, is it stuff up? Is it stuff up? Do you know? Yeah, or whatever it is now. We were playing mm-hmm. there. It's like, whoa, like we played there before, but uh, yeah, just playing against them there. It was like, what the heck? Like, this is like insane. Like, so it was like, whoa. Yeah, it was. So that's that. We ended up playing them. We lost, I think it was like 4 1. Mm. So. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. That is. That's yeah. that's fascinating to hear as well because I just thought yeah. it was just like another picture that you saw at training, but I needed to ask about that. That's crazy. Yeah. That you actually played against her, and did you yeah. not elbow her back afterwards? Who did you not elbow Sydney Larue afterwards? In no, fact? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <clears throat> she didn't get me good. It just kind of like hit my cheek, but I was like, whoa. Yeah, like, it was like man. a little little jab yeah. or something like that. I was like, these girls are serious. I was like. I was like, calm down. I know. We just want to play. We just want to play. You don't want to get elbowed in the face like that. That's yeah. crazy. They were acting like it was the World Cup final. I was like, I'm pretty sure you guys just played that. I was like, calm down. <laughs> that's a good line as well. That's yeah. a really good line, Miguel, which yeah. is great. Oh, man, that's good times ahead. And hopefully you'll be playing in your own couple of finals coming forward as well because oh, you're, back in, you're back in pre-season, what, July, August time, isn't it? Because yeah. the World Cup's in November. So, All right, yeah. Miguel, I need to ask you, what kind yeah. of player do you play like? So for our listeners who are listening to this and they want to then follow you on social media and see you on YouTube whenever it happens, who do you play like? Just so people know um, exactly what kind of player you're kind of like. Okay. Um, yeah, great question. I would say, I mean, I've always looked up to players like Ronaldo, um, like players like that. Like uh, obviously I'm Mexican, so Chicharito. Brilliant. Uh, I'm a Man United fan, so both those answers were perfect for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I would honestly say, though, uh, most recently, since I've been playing the wing, I play like, I don't know if you know who uh, Tecatito Corona is. He played for Portal. Now he plays for uh, Sevilla. He's a skillful winger. It's, he's very saucy. He has a lot of, like, things in his bag. He's a very skillful player. Do you say Corona? Yeah. Yeah, I know Corona. Yeah, his name is Corona. Yeah, so yeah. Him, I would say... Sorry, I, I use it in the English way, Corona instead of Corona. Oh, yeah. 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 I would say that's probably the closest. I don't want to say Neymar and be like, oh, you know, because Neymar is obviously a top player. I'm not there yet. So No, but Corona is a very good player to watch and to learn from as well because he's very yeah. agile as well. He's very yeah, quick he, on his feet and people don't yeah. notice that because Sevilla played Man United a couple of seasons ago uh, in the Europa League and I think he was playing on the right wing. He's right-footed as well. But he was doing really good things against our team. And you're just kind of there like, why has no one signed him? And he's been at Sevilla for a good number yeah. of years as well. And he's done pretty well, um, Corona, as, as going forward. But no, that's a nice little comparison and yeah. a very humble one as well. Because if you said Yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm, I'm going to take the humble approach. That's definitely, it. definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> no, that's really good to hear. Uh, but no, Miguel, I wanted to kind of ask you in terms of how 
uh, just just in your thoughts in general, how you think the USA is kind of approaching the World Cup coming up? Because obviously England and the USA are in the same group coming up in Qatar in 2022. So if you can just like educate myself and a couple of our listeners on who you think, you uh, like us English guys, who should we watch out for? Besides Christian Pulisic um, in that USA squad and some of the younger players coming through as well, who yeah. do you kind of like and who do you like to uh, look up to in a way? Well, yeah, I think one of my favorite players, and I think that he's a like a, a really good threat. Like, a, I think it would be uh, McKenney. What's the McKenney? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he has it all. I think that man is like just gonna keep getting better and better. I know he just uh, went through an injury and he's back, but I think him as well as Gio Reyna. I mean, Gio Reyna is a, he's a dog. I mean, I really I, like him. I think he's yeah. fantastic. And I think at the World Cup, he'll be one of the bright young stars at the World Cup as well. Because well, he, he's one of those players that every week or every couple of weeks, you'll see him do something and then people forget about yeah. it. You see him do something, people forget about it. And you're just kind of there yeah. like, why? He's someone that you need to take a, a bit more attention to and a bit more yeah. respect with as well, I think, personally. Because he's doing it for uh, Bayern Munich. No, Borussia yeah. Dortmund, sorry. Borussia Borussia Dortmund. Dortmund. I always get those two tongues tied yeah. on, the, on the podcast, but he's doing it for Borussia Dortmund. He's done it in European football. He's, again, another young American player coming over to a brand new country, a brand new continent to play yeah. football, and he's doing it in the first team at 19, 20 years old. Yeah. That's, That's why incredible. I think, yeah. Really I think is. besides Pulisic, I think those two will be, like, really good for the U.S. I think they're going to help the U.S. go a long way. Mm. I think, I mean, those are key players that... Uh, the U.S. for the needs, and I think they'll take advantage of those players. And who knows? Maybe Gio Reyna and those going to go on England. Who knows? I mean, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Oh uh, no! Believe me, it's not something you you want to see because in England, they just get like battered and clattered and everything. I I like it when you get to see them in Germany and Spain personally. Um, in terms of you get to see them playing a bit more free flowing football. Uh, they have the space and the um, the awareness to go behind some of the defenses in England when it's like proper physical and stuff like that as well they don't yeah. get to enjoy themselves as much like Christian Pulisic I know has won the Champions League but this season has been a bit on and off been in a couple oh, of yeah. losing cup finals as well not been great for his confidence but it's just yeah. one of those things that if he was in a, a different league for example personally I think it would be really good to you actually see him flourish you actually see him do really good things in terms of yeah well, I heard he would leave well. Chelsea but I don't know I I think it'd be one year too soon, I think, if he were to leave Chelsea. He's got probably one, maybe two more years left, I think. Got it. Doing really yeah. well, I think, personally. Quick question. I have a question for you. Yeah, go for it. Champions League final. Who do you have, Real Madrid or Liverpool? Uh, I've gone for Real Madrid, because at the time of recording this tomorrow. So I'm going to look forward to seeing how Real Madrid actually can do it, because they've been doing it against PSG, they've done it against Chelsea, done it against uh, Man City as well. But for me, personally, I think it's... It would be great to see Real Madrid win comfortably, but I want to see a really fantastic game. But Liverpool are the ones that always bring it. They always bring it in finals. Yeah, right. Um, it's just I want Real Madrid to win because that's what Man United and I don't want Liverpool to win. A treble <laughs> of sorts as well. Yeah, right. Who are you going for? Real Madrid. Obviously, I live there. I've gone to a Madrid game. Is mm. I, yeah, so Real Madrid all the way. I got Real Madrid. Which Real Madrid game did you go to? I went to El Clasico where they got oh. smacked 5-0. Of course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah, so unlucky. I was that was my first ever Real Madrid game at Santiago Bernabeu. Mm. Clasico. I was expecting maybe like 3-2 or something, not a 5-0, but <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. How how easy was it to get tickets? Was it quite simple? I just signed up for well, the um, To be honest, I wasn't even looking. I was like, whatever, I'll watch it on TV. Mm. Um, but 
my uh, one of my teammates was like, I got an extra ticket. And I was like, oh, I was like, sweet. And uh, yeah. I, I just paid uh, like 120 euros. Mm. And I was like, oh, sweet. So I just went and I went by myself and I enjoyed it. I loved it. That's yeah. crazy to see. Because again, 5-0, Xavi ball was in full effect and everyone was there going, Barcelona are back. They're going to do something. Then like yeah. two, three weeks later, I think they got knocked out of the Europa League by Frankfurt as well when they did yeah, win the league. Did. And you're just kind of there like, they're back. Yeah. Evidently. Yeah. Evidently there was, not. A, there was a small section of Barcelona fans at the at the stadium. Mm. And everybody else was like Madrista. And yeah. oh my gosh, they were so loud. That small group was so loud. They just wanted like to smoke with everybody. Like they were just like, talking smack and everybody was so we could we couldn't really say anything about it because we were down five nil yeah yeah it was honestly kind of embarrassing uh yeah, hey, it happens big final am i am i right yeah final, so. i mean i'm a man united fan so i've been receiving this all season long for the last 10 years so <laughs> yeah I'm, right I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm used to it being a big club man. just there's a hey. crap team at the moment so it's not the best for me at the moment you coach though yeah it's like yeah, new coach. Got to see how he how he comes across. He's done really well at Ajax. So oh, if yeah. you like you said before, if you're a if you're a winger striker type thing, someone for you to look at in the Ajax team, uh, Anthony, that right midfielder who's left footed. Well, I love. I actually watch his highlights. I so, love watching so good. his highlights. He's amazing. He's so man, you can pick it's that so man aesthetically up. pleasing to watch as well. Fantastic, dude. I just my goodness. I just watch him play. The skill that he has is honestly insane. Like the player, incredible. I look up to, yeah, I definitely look up to him as a player. He's so fast. He's agile. He has so many tricks in his back. Like he's just so unpredictable. And his left foot, it's it's a great left foot. It's a good. It's a good one. I think if Man United sign him, it'd be great to see him in oh, the yeah. Premier League passing under Eric yeah. Ten Hag with a new manager as well. Yeah, oh, that's nice. crazy. But no, the funniest thing is when when I was in Miami, I met. Um, Romeo Beckham, right, who plays at Inter Miami's academy. And we were talking about, like, his favourite ways of crossing because he's a right-footed right midfielder. So, like his dad, he would cross it in from the right-hand side. I wanted to know with you, I know you said that you played as a number nine, but sometimes on the wing as well. Yeah. What do you prefer doing? Do you prefer playing on the right and then crossing it in um, normally, or do you cut in from the left-hand side if you're right-footed? You're right-footed, aren't you? I'm left-footed. Left-footed, sorry. So if you're left-footed, yeah. what wing would you rather be on? The left or the right? So you can cut in and shoot or on the left and cross? What would you prefer? Yeah, so I usually uh, play on the right side. Okay. I think that's uh, one of my strong suits, playing on that side. So um, it all depends. Uh, I'm pretty comfortable hitting my, hitting it with uh, my right, like swinging it across into the box. Yeah. But if I have enough time, I'll for sure cut back and uh, – you know, obviously crossing on my left because that's where I'm more comfortable and more accurate. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would say cutting it back if I'm able to. If not, then I'll just put one in and hopefully it goes right to their head. And um, But, yeah, I, I'm pretty good on the left side, but I feel like playing as a right winger gives me more options since I'm able to strike it with both feet. So Yeah, definitely. Because for, for me, for a few players that, again, people know about like Salah and Mahrez, they're really good right wingers left-footed players and stuff like that but for me having someone like Anthony to look up to you as well looking at players like um David Neres again at Ajax I think it's gone on loan somewhere as well some of these kind of players because when they're smaller and they're not as bulky so again kind of like with you in the way Miguel not as tall as a lot of people are but you've got the pace for it as well and you've got the speediness and the agility yeah. shifting off both feet is quite critical as well and it helps with your own development in terms of 
taking on a man and uh, making sure you can actually beat someone in the first five yards of your pace as well. And having that confidence to go on your weaker foot, like you said, is fantastic. And it's such a, such a good skill to have up your, up your sleeve as well. Of course. Is this, yeah. it, was that what it was like when you played at the under-23s as well? Were your coaches trying to tell you something similar in terms of how to take on a, an opposition or were they telling you to kind of slow it down, wait for your teammates, that type of thing? Yeah, so kind of um, usually since I'm – I get really – I'm like an accelerated player. So, like, if if I see you, I have a one-on-one, or like, mm. like I can take you on, I'll take you on. But uh, a lot of the times I take players on and half of my players would kind of be behind me. So when I'd get – you know, I'd be on the – on the wing there's no one to cross it to so a lot of the times it'd be like yeah like you know just read the game slow it down there's no like you know if you no know, you don't have anyone if you don't have numbers up there's no reason for you like to be dribbling mm. um so yeah just honestly just more of a passing game pass 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 and then if it's on send it through you know just create chances but uh obviously in the final third you do what you want they always told me when you're the final third if you're close to goal i was like do your magic and yeah, do what needs to be done because again, we yeah. need to we need to see the next Carlos Vela come through in, in yeah, right forward as well. Yeah, literally, he played at Real Sociedad. He did really well there when he was in Spain as well. I thought he was, he was really good to be continue playing yeah. in European football. Carlos Vela again, um, yeah. someone to watch. But no, a couple of people that I can recommend to you if you need to watch anyone's highlights. So obviously, Gareth Bale, you would know as well. Right, right winger, left footed as well. Fantastic. Right. Messi, obviously, you know which is great. But in terms of actually movement and development, if you go to um, Marseille, Florian Palvan, uh, so Palvan is his name, he's a French guy, is uh, really good at actually cutting on to like left and right foot and actually uh, basically using the opponent to just make things easier for him. So he'll wait for the opponent to slow down and speed up and he'll just be observing his opponent all game long. And it's fantastic to really yeah. see because you get to really understand about how this is now the new kind of normal for attacking players to be introverted so on the right side but with a left foot as well and Arjen yeah. Robben is obviously a legend that we've seen before yeah. as well which I was great. just about to say yeah fantastic definitely I look up to yeah definitely um but no what kind of what were the three things that your coaches um in Spain have kind of told you about Miguel in terms of how you can develop your game forward because if there is anyone listening and they are looking at getting into the professional game or even semi-professional game in different parts of the world what three things have you learned from your coaches in your time in Spain that you think would be a benefit to someone else listening? Um, something that they would tell me that's beneficial for the youth. I would say, um, well, as an American player um, going to Spain, one thing that they always told me <laughs> was, um, well, because you got to understand uh, in the higher levels, game of pace is like, extremely fast like you have a split second to really think so yeah oh, sorry i would i would say um just always know what you're gonna do before you even get the ball that's it's it's honestly the simple things it's nothing crazy that you don't learn at the young level but it's things that you need to remember having that confidence yeah mm. so um yeah always have that's one thing actually they always told me to have confidence on the ball because if not if you get the ball and you don't know what you're gonna do or you don't have any idea you know, you're not going to do anything. And it's always about always knowing your options, always know what's around you before you even get the ball. We're just playing like De Bruyne. I mean, Kevin De Bruyne, you know, for example, they always bring up Kevin De Bruyne. They love Kevin De Bruyne in that club. Definitely. Um, talking about how, like, he just already knows what he's going to do. Like, just, he has, like, you know, it just knows. So it's like... Having that vision. Yeah. So it's mostly like just having vision, confidence, and um, 
they always like to say it's like a simple thing. Just play football. Just play simple football. Sometimes simple football is the best football. And that's what they would tell us in Spanish. So, yeah, it's pretty much it. It's nothing crazy. It's uh, pretty much things you learn, but it's something that you really have to get engraved in your brain and work on, you know? So, yeah. Now, that's really reassuring to hear as well. Because again, if anyone's listening and they're struggling in their footballing ability, and we do have footballers who do listen to our podcast, fortunately, which is, which is quite nice for me, mm-hmm. um, it's just nice that someone who is in the professional game as we speak at the moment can actually give the right advice. Because what coaches, try and do is they'll try and overcomplicate things they'll try and make it difficult oh. for the player but for, for you to just simple it simplify it for a lot of people out here is really really nice and it's, it's quite refreshing yeah. really to hear in that yeah, sense feel, as well yeah of course i feel like a lot of people um they try to like really overdo things or overstay things that aren't really unnecessary just to i don't know kind of tell them oh yeah you need this and that because i remember coaches back in the day telling me like things that like just certain advice that honestly I never needed going to the next level and it's like they just try to overcomplicate things and you're right they do and it's like mm. trying to scare you or something or like repair you but it's like no like you get there and it's like the simple things they tell you you know to do the simple things but you have to do them right you need to do them like right the whole time like you know there's like little like margin for error so that's the only difference yeah so, Nah, it's really nice to hear, Miguel. Thank you very much for telling us about that. Right, we're nearly at the end of the podcast. We've got two different things that I need to ask you. First okay. thing, I did I did tell you earlier uh, that we are going to do like a six-a-side of the week. So we tend to do that because we are a six-a-side type of podcast when you have like scrimmages or pickup games, how you would say in the USA. So um, I need to hear your top six or your top six American and Mexican combination team. So who you would pick in your combined team of american and uh, mexican players of all time and then i'll, I'll try yeah and i'll try and join you as well off the Sweet. top of my head all right sounds good so i would say in, in goal uh the goalkeeper position i'm putting memo choa i think yeah uh, he's the only choice Definitely. and um i want to say oh rafa marquez marquez barcelona yeah, so, legend right there yeah of course Definitely. uh Donovan and then Donovan. Uh, obviously, Chirito, my idol. The reason I started playing soccer. Mm. Uh, How do you spell his name? Uh, Chirito, it's C H I. Oh, I was uh, just gonna put Hernandez. Um, yeah, you can um, just put Hernandez. That's about to say. Hernandez. There we go. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I want to see Clint Dempsey, obviously Dempsey. a legend in the game, Hall of Famer now. Mm-hmm. And last one. More. one I want to say Hugo Sanchez. Hugo Sanchez. Yeah. Top man. Right. How can I beat that? Okay, Go. first of all, first of all, I can't beat that because you've taken all the good players there as well. So who can I try and I'll try and add to it? So I know Guardado is a was a baller. Oh yeah. Fantastic player. Yeah, actually, great, yes. Great player to watch. Uh Raul Jimenez. Uh Ooh. absolutely Ooh. killing it in the Premier League at the moment, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to put Moreno. Uh, who can I pick? You know what? I'll pick Lozano. I really like Lozano, especially at the 2018 World Cup. He's fantastic. Oh, really yeah. He was yeah. Uh, who can I go for? Jonathan? No. Um, Pulisic. Let's put Pulisic in. Pulisic. Yeah. And then Tim Howard. Oh, yeah. Tim Howard, legendary keeper. Of course. 
how many have I got? So I've got Guardado, Jimenez, Lozano, Pulisic. I'm just going all attacking. So I need a, <laughs> I need a, I need um, someone else. You've got, you've taken Donovan. You've taken Dempsey. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a bit left field here because I know, I know earlier you said Reina. We talked about Reina is great. We talked about yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about Weston McKenney as well. Should I put McKenney? No, you know what? I'm gonna put. This is a player I really like from USA, Tyler Adams. Oh, I do true. like him. I do like Tyler Adams. Yeah. So my right. team is Tim Howard, Tyler Adams, Pulisic, Lozano, Jimenez, and Guardado. So people out here listening, if you if you know why I picked Giovanni without picking McKenney or Rayner, it's nothing personal. It's just the fact that um, I quite I quite like this team. I think this is a ridiculous team to have on a small six or side pitch as well. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. I can't leave out Rayner. I've got I've got to pick up. Got to pick <laughs> you have Ray- to put it out second thoughts. Rain Rayner for who am I gonna pick? Who do I get rid of? Rayner for Lozano. Because Lozano, all I'm thinking about is the 2018 World Cup person. I thought he's great. Yeah, if you're thinking about that, then sure. But yeah, go on. Rain is one for the future. I'll put in there as well. But no, yeah. So we've got Tim Howard. We've got no defenders. So we've got Tim Howard, Guardado, Lozano, Pulisic, Reina, and Jimenez. No, that's a tough squad. No, Tim Howard, Tyler Adams, Guardado, Jimenez, Pulisic, and Reina in for Lozano. That's who we have. Got it. Because you obviously took the better ones as well. We could have put yeah, Sergino my bad. We could, that's okay. That's that's the whole point of it because it's for me to think about who no yeah. one else would think of as well. Everyone yeah. listening always complains. They're like, "How do you miss out on so many different people?" I'm like, <laughs> it's just the first ones that come to mind as well, uh, which is the case with Um, But no, thank you very much for joining me on that, which is great. Of course, we, we are coming to the end of the podcast now, Miguel, because I know you have to shoot off. Um, two yeah. things. One thing is, when are you back in Madrid? Because if I do end up going to Madrid, you and I can meet up and we can go play some football for meet up for, yeah, for something. That would be good fun. I'm there in, at the end of July. When are, when are you there? Mid-July. Mid-July. And you're mid-July onwards? Yeah. That's okay. I'll, I'll give you a message after this. And I'll let you know when I'm there because yeah. we could meet up and it'll be good to learn a bit more about Madrid from you as well, which would be good fun. I've been playing football recently. So if you ever play football, it's like the most injury-free type of football you can play. Goal. I don't think I've ever played that. Foot golf is foot golf is like golf, but with football. Oh, foot sorry. golf! Is it, yeah, it, it. It, it my accent? Sorry, foot golf. Um, okay. Literally, it's just the fact that um, you can go play football, but with golf, and it's so much easier just kicking the ball in. We'll go yeah. do that in Madrid. That'll be good fun. Yeah, that'll be yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. And the last thing I wanted to know from uh, yourself, Miguel, before we wrap up, is what are your hopes for next season going ahead for yourself? uh join the first team that's uh that's it pretty much join the first team getting some games in and who knows i mean i'm not well i'm not gonna say anything but yes just yeah. the first team and don't, don't jinx it don't jinx it yeah just first team and hopefully i'll get more uh exposure that's all i'm gonna say definitely that's what we like to hear as well and that's what hopefully we'll be able to help you out doing as well especially in the uk and It'll yeah. be really good to see your growth going forward as well, Miguel. And I'm looking forward to seeing how much um, your your rise and fall as well, which would be great fun too. And I just have to say, I don't know who it was. I'll have to find them later on LinkedIn. But someone that I met, like I said, in Miami, recommended you about like a young player coming up in the USA going out to Spain. I thought that was fascinating. And this conversation has been fascinating to 
learn from yourself, Miguel. So thank you very much for your time today um, as well. Uh, where can everyone find you, Miguel? If anyone wants to find you or follow you on social media, what's the best kind of way uh, for people to find well, you? Yeah, uh, you can either follow me on Instagram at Miguel X Galindo or on TikTok, uh, Miggy X Galindo. I post a lot there. So Ooh. those are my two main. If, if, we play, if we play foot golf, you have to put that on TikTok, me versus you. Uh, yes, 100%. You can't, you can't lose to a football coach like me from England. You have to absolutely obliterate me because if, <laughs> okay. I, if I beat you, I'll be telling everyone about that. And then, oh, it sounds good. And then let's say, for example, like um, 20, 2026, the home World Cup, you make it into the 23-man squad. I'll still be there like, I beat him at football in Madrid. I beat him in football, which will yeah. be good fun. That's the uh, ultimate goal, 2026. We'll no, I'm, I'm hoping for it and I'll be praying for it going forward as well. Because again, such a nice time to speak to you today, Miguel. Again, hopefully if we are free uh, later this summer, we'll get to meet up in Madrid, which would be good fun. Everyone, thank you very much for listening, Miguel. Thank you very much for your time today. Um, do follow us on our social medias. If you are a new listener, thank you for listening to this podcast today, wherever you are in the world. Um, take care and goodbye. Yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate it.